On today's It's Just Money podcast, we have college football week five lines, picks, and predictions. We also talk about the top 10 a little bit. We talk about who should be in, who should be out, and why so. We talk about the NFL, but before we do any of this, we need to talk to you about our friends at Vigit. Vigit is the number one social media sports betting app in the entire world. It's new and improved. It includes live betting, player props, anything you could ever want, and parlays. So you, what you do is you go on the app, you download it, you use the code, it's just money, you get 1,000 coins, you bet with those, join our betting league using the passcode WIN393, and then you exchange your coins for great prizes such as Amazon gift cards, TVs, and t-shirts. We literally cannot tell you more about this app. It's the best app in the world. you got to check it out for yourself. Do that today. Download it now. Let's go. Is that I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. What's up, bitches? Tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. It is the It's Just Money podcast presented by Vigit. This is episode 36. Today is Thursday, September 30th, the final day of September, and one more day until we get an extra hour of sleep and turn the clocks back, and everybody goes depressed because it gets dark at 5 o'clock. So not looking forward to that. However, college football is still here. The NFL is in full swing, and the boys are here. Let's talk to them, and let's talk to JP this week. Fuego, I was absolutely on fire last week. Six and two, absolutely loving it. Schaefer's upset because I tried to pep him up the other day and he wasn't having any of it. I was just trying to be happy for everybody because I finally had a weekend where I wasn't three and two or two and two or three and three. And I just said, I'm taking my gut this week. Our boys, Stanford, Steve and the bear didn't like anything we liked. They go seven and two, but we end up fine as hell. So I'm happy. I'm doing great. Starting to get nervous for Friday. Yeah, I would be too. Iowa, Maryland on Friday, that's a uh, bigger game in the Big Ten than normal. Okay, let's talk to the other side. Jake, how are we? You look a little you, – you, you sound monotone before we started recording. Are you okay? No, I'm, I, I am good. Uh, Thursday and Friday were some just brutal losses betting-wise. I mean, Liberty and, and Marsh or App State. Put me on those as well. That's Thursday and Friday ruined the weekend. I, I thought it was going to give me a bad weekend. Um, however, it did not. I uh, Betting-wise, I had a pretty good weekend. I was 6-2 and two on Saturday. Um, lost my NFL parlay thanks to the Chiefs. But I so overall, I think it was 6-5. and five, Broke even. Doesn't really matter. The one football game I really cared about ruined my whole weekend. So, um, but yeah, you know, we have nothing to lose at this point, And I'm a, a better, more optimistic person because of it. And I'm just going to look forward to the rest of the season. And yeah, that's all you can do. That's just a great way to go about life right there, yeah. especially sports gambling wise. Um, I had a dog shit weekend. I played the part of Jesus and I walked so my friends could run. Um, but it's <laughs> not, I'm not, I'm not too upset about it. I was due for one cause I've been, I've been pretty good. Um, those six and two weekends have been me until up to this point. Um, we'll recap our bets individually a little bit later. However, I did go undefeated in the NFL, which saved me unit-wise, but I'd rather be good at betting college football just because I watch it more. Um, but I did go – I hit my NFL parlay and Minnesota in the first half. That's all I extended on. Minnesota scored with like 13 seconds left. Let's go. Um, but you build off of it. You live and you learn. 
two of those losses, I went two and six, if I didn't say my record already. Two of those losses are Liberty and Syracuse. Fuck that kid from Appalachian State and fuck that tweet after. Like, it's like he didn't know how what that means. Like, sorry, I did not cover the spread. Like, who says that? <laughs> fuck you. Um, anyway. Yeah, no, not a bad week in general for the boys. Our college football record up to date is 42-26-1. That is a 62% win percentage and a 15.7 return on investment if you're betting. So follow the boys. We know what we're doing here. Play of the week moves to 4-0, another hit. Um, it is what it is at this point. If you're not riding it, what can I tell you? Um, but college know, football's man. been good. Yeah, if you're not on it, I don't, I don't know, know what to say. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, we've we've told everybody. We've put it everywhere. We've done all we can. We've put it out early on Wednesday so you get better – or Thursday so you get better lines. Like, come on. We're giving you the tools. Like, can you use them? Make some fucking comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Ted. Great movie. Make some fucking comedy. But – we live and we learn from my bad week. I hope the boys keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling this week. The board is weird. There are games with extremely stinky lines, and then the lines that aren't stinky are usually are pretty good, actually. Um, so it's a weird of, board. What are you doing? It's, it's the, the week, week of the, of the underdog. The week of the underdog, yes. Yeah. I would agree. There's a couple of lines that I'm playing plus the points, and I was shocked that they were plus the points. Um, so let's, let's recap our teams first. Let's go Iowa, Iowa State, Nebraska. Um, so we'll lead it off with JP as they take down Colorado State in the ugliest fashion I have ever seen. Uh, to be honest, one word, not disgusting. I was going to say disgusting. I don't think it was disgusting. I think it was underwhelming in like the worst possible way without making that more derogatory. It was just not good. Um, I was very vocal about it on Twitter. I wrote a blog about Brian France preseason. I truly think that I am still up in the air. I don't know uh, if you want to read that and see what I thought preseason. So you don't think I'm just trying to toot my own horn and stuff like that. Go do that. Be my guest. I, I just, I don't, I understand it. And being an Iowa fan, you kind of understand um, you're going to get a team that plays slow offense that will simply complement the defense. The defense complements the offense. This is what we do. This is how we recruit. This is what we have built for this. But when you come into a game, and I get not trying to show Maryland anything, but you're already on tape playing Iowa State and Indiana. You've already shown things. The ability to handcuff your team in a fashion that they can't even score more than seven points and is just horrible. And it was hard to watch, hard to see. And all you Iowa fans that are saying, oh, it's Petrus, it's Petrus, go look at the three or four balls he threw that were absolute dimes. He had a great game. It was not his fault. Stop calling for Padilla. It's not – you don't want Padilla. You don't want any of – you don't want any of the backups. You had the guy. You got to be able to trust the guy. You, the offensive line got bullied. We played two true freshmen. I don't think that's going to change. Shot will be back playing guard. We'll have the ability to run the football again this weekend. There's just so many things that happened in that game that is just like red flags, red flags, and red flag. And I know I'm being a downer or whatever, but we're 4-0, ranked in the top five. We're playing not great football, but we're playing great defense. There's not much more that you could ask at this point other than having a better offense, and you're going to find out a lot this weekend. And honestly, I'm nervous for it. There's no reason we should win this game, and I'm not, I'm not scared of that offense. I don't care what anybody says. I'm, st- I'm just worried about our offense playing 
you mean, that level. There's no reason you shouldn't win this game. That's what I said. You said should. No, you did say should, but okay. I said it. Sh- no, no shot. No, no you said there's no way we. No should way we shouldn't win that game. Exactly, there's no way we should win this game. It's exactly what you said. I meant to say there's no way we shouldn't win this game. We should like you know what I mean. Like we should yeah. be able to. JP's play taking the Terps. <laughs> yeah. Those fucking Take clowns. It. But they have four good games in one year, and everybody's sucking their fucking toes. Like, give me a break. They got two a junior. That's great. Well, he beat Howard, and he beat West Virginia, and he he, he hasn't seen Seth Benson and Jack Campbell and the ability of Phil Parker. That's all I got to say. Okay, let's jump to the other side then because – That's Brock Purdy about Phil Parker. That's exactly – Oh, shit. I was trying to be a nice guy, but I was going to say – that's exactly what I said last week about who did uh, Bohannon see for Baylor when they played absolutely nobody and then they came out and did that on us. <clears throat> um, yeah, There's anyway. a difference between what we've been doing and what you've been doing now. We did it to you. I'm, I don't know if Iowa did anything to Iowa State in that game. I think Iowa State did it to themselves. Turn, it, turn them over, dummy them, like control the game. What do I'm you not mean? Gonna, I'm not – Chambers <laughs> getting fired up. Turnovers aren't always luck. I, I hate. I, I would totally agree. I would totally agree. But I mean, when there's a ball that goes right through your receiver's hands, that's not on the defense. But anyway. no. But the ability of defense alignment to bat a ball in the that air. That was yes, yes, yes. The fumble can. We're just. It's that a lot. also Brees. That was on him. It was on Brees, and Justin also came down on it. It was. It was half and half. It wasn't secured tightly, but he still got the ability to punch it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, let's jump to Iowa State. Iowa State takeaways from their two-point loss at Baylor. I was just going to say it's a good day to have uh, whiskey on the old pod. Anyways, um, in the words of Mr. Campbell, uh, he said, I don't care what people say, who's going to judge us. In another comment, he said, I could care less about anyone who has to say on that, meaning the last play of the game we went under center. Could not agree more with what he said. Um, It is what it is. We, we have done this time and time again. The only difference between this year and years past is we didn't start off eight in the country, and we didn't start off with some people predicting us to make the college football playoff. We're in the same spot we are, have been the last five years, in which we are two and two going into October, which is why I'm really excited for the future. I think the Big 12 is more open than ever. Uh, Oklahoma just continues to not impress me. And I think this team is just going to go out and play loose and just continue to have an October that we always do when we turn the quarter. So No more pressure. Can just yeah, play football it, now. Yeah, the exactly. rest of the country has forgotten about you in the best way possible. Yeah, I, yeah we're not ranked. We're in the best – this is where Iowa State thrives on. Not ranked. People forget about us. And then this is when we play our best football. I am being optimistic. I, I – yeah. You, if you win the conference, you're in a you're in a BCS bowl game, or you're in a New Year's Six. Bowl. Yeah. So it's not out of the question. You can't pick me one team that's head and shoulders above anybody in this in this conference right now. It's kind of similar to the ACC. Um, unless Oklahoma remains undefeated, we don't have a playoff team out of this conference. That's safe to say. I wouldn't put an undefeated Oklahoma in right now if they keep so, doing what they're doing and winning the way they are. So even even then, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't – I'm going to have fun. I'm going this weekend. It's a night game. I'm going to be drinking 
starting at noon, and then we're hitting the bars right afterwards after we just beat Kansas. And guys, going to guess, be a great time. guess what? what? He's going to be upset. I have a wedding to go to this weekend. Who's going to be upset? You guys. <laughs> You're going to be disappointed in me. <laughs> I figured you guys would rip me up for upset. having to go to a wedding. Oh, that's not – that's your problem for going. And tell I, me, I have to go. I, ha- I want to go, but, like, you know. People need to stop scheduling fall Is this weddings. one of those morning side weddings? Are you going parks? No, this is – this is uh, a- I had a wedding this weekend. I will not be attending the wedding. This was uh, – one of my lifelong friends and uh, a girl I went to school with. So from, friends from high school and growing up. So uh, that sounds like a, you could get out of that. Fuck what no. if I get really sick? I want sick? to go to that. What? What if I get really sick? That's you know tough. what I'm saying? You're not I'm, coming? I'm going. You're going to no. the wedding? Yeah, I'm going. Ah, fuck. All right. Well, at least you guys play on Friday. That's nice. I know. I, I think the football gods knew. They had to have known. If if, uh, if you have a wedding in the fall, don't be surprised. You you knew this going in, just so we know. We have this on record. If you ever see me say, what do you think about August through? You can do August. You can do no. August. You can do okay. earlier. Like first two weeks of August. Okay, that's fine. Last two weeks of August till January. And you say, if I say any weekend ever crucify me well people who have winter weddings are fucking weirdos and people not necessarily have- it's way well, cheaper i've heard that's a, but, exactly that's why they're but weird. but then i feel like that may yeah. june window is, is Dude. bread and butter and also if you're a guy i feel like the pictures are numbers are like cut way down because it's freezing outside nobody wants to go outside <laughs> that's true that's, that's all I'm very saying. true um so we somehow ended up talking about weddings however i'll jump to nebraska Nebraska loses 23 to 20 on the road at Michigan State. My takeaways from Michigan State as a team is that offense, that's what they're advertising. That offense, they got one first down in the second half. Peyton Thorne is bad at football. His first throw of the day looked like a punt. Very, very bad team. They made a ton of mistakes, even with Nebraska having eight false starts and having over 150 penalty yards. They should have won that game. Nebraska should have won that game 100%. They, they dominated that team on defense. It was insane. The offense just shot itself in the foot one too many times. It's, it's kind of a similar issue. However, that team is getting better. If you can't see just, Nebraska getting can I, better. Can I, can I ask that question? So we talk about these games where we're playing close and whatever. Where, when do you draw the line and finally say, we're not getting better, we just keep shooting ourselves in the foot? Because, like, I get it. There are moral victories and like losing by seven, losing by three, whatever. But like at some point, like the loss is just, you can't be getting better when you're still losing. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? No, I get what you're saying. I, it's almost like you can look at the team now, what Nebraska is now and look at the last two years, even with the losses, the actual play is night and day different. That's where I think the moral victories come in. I'm not worried about this year. We're not going to win the West. We're not going to win the big 10. Just keep getting better because we're only on year four of Frost. He's just getting his full 
four classes in, if we keep firing coaches every four years, it's never going to go anywhere. We're just going to hit the reset button. Modern day college football, man. It's three years or four years and you're done though. It's, it's quick results and I need it now. The NFL is even worse. You get maybe two years sometimes. Well, shit. That's a little different. NFL is different. You can buy guys up there. Yeah, it's a lot different. And I'm not saying in college football they don't get bought. Um, but I mean they do. Yeah, they definitely do. I've heard I'm not stories. saying they Good do, but stories. they do. But I, this Nebraska team's getting better. The most takeaway, special teams needs to be fixed. That's the biggest thing. We're two games away now. We would have beat Oklahoma if all special teams executed, and we would have beat Michigan State, zeroed out my mind, if they wouldn't have returned that punt. Granted, I will take the positive away from it. The black shirts are fucking real. Like, that is a really, really good defense. Probably the best I've seen since 2009 with Sue Carricker and that Big 12 title team by a million. Like, that defense is really, really good. The offense just needs to stop shooting itself in the foot, and I think they'll figure things out. And I'm not betting it, but I love their line this weekend. I, do, I think that's a great play for anybody taking that. Who are they even playing? They're playing Northwestern at home, oh, yeah. night game, and it's 11. Um, I, I love that line. Northwestern's very bad. You know, I was, I was reminiscing kind of last night. I've been getting into – I don't mean to get off topic, but I was going on 30 for 30s, and then I was watching the gospel according to Mac. Great, great 30 for 30s. You talk about bringing a ship program and buying players and stuff like that. Bringing co- – it was uh, Ben – He said, uh, said so, if I can get him to Boulder, I can still yeah. Boulder over yeah, Norman, I can still Austin, I can anywhere. Still Boulder over Lincoln. It was so great. It was like a bunch of uh, Big 8 shit that was giving me nostalgia. The Big 8, baby. Yeah. It, uh, the rivalry between Colorado and Nebraska and how it came. But I don't know. Anyways, but that's what you talked about, buying players. That's what it reminds Anybody who needs a good college football 30 for 30, that's a great one. The gospel according to Mac. There you go. Mark that down. Okay, that wraps up team wrap-ups. Now let's go to – before we jump to our betting wrap-up, we don't need to wrap up bets. If you played them, you played them. We, we win. We win. Bet our bets. We are very good. We know what we're talking about. We watch the sport religiously. My girlfriend yelled at me this weekend. I don't know about you guys or if you get the weekly yell-outs by your girlfriend, but she said, we've been sitting here for eight hours. Like, what do, we, like, what do you want to do tomorrow? Two well, here. I'm doing the same. I got two comments. One, uh, you're going to have to notice that we're not going to put every play we have on Twitter. You got to listen to the pod to get the plays. Yeah, if you're listening, congratulations. Put, I put three plays on Twitter. I think I went two and one on the card I put on Twitter, but I went six and two. So you wouldn't know that if you didn't listen to the pod. So if your buddies are like, "Oh, well, they're only giving me three apiece," get on it, share it, like yeah, it, listen. tweet it. Tell your buddies. Oh, listen, they gave me. They actually gave thirty picks, not six. Exactly. And then to think about that more, my girlfriend doesn't say anything. She just sits there on her phone or reads a book. And then, but before the like games start, she acts excited. Like she's like really ready to watch the game. Oh, fuck. And Let's then not go into this. I hate that. The go big red Snapchats are. No, she doesn't do that. She Oh, bullshit. She'll do the, uh, like, uh, taking a picture of me, like cooking breakfast or like college game day on the TV or like something like that, you know, and like saying, game day, bullshit. but like not actually game day because i'm Damn, we're talking about girlfriends things. we're talking about weddings <laughs> we, we, we need to talk to a little a little gambling here but first just saying, we, you're the one that brought it up i, I did i did point. fuck me i did um okay let's jump to our top 10 this is jp's idea we're going to share our versions of the ncaa's top 10 fbs of course top 10 like- teams right now in order what do you go ahead chafe 
I'll say, do we want to save this for last? I feel like we could get into this like really in depth and kind of have some talks about it, but that's just, I don't know. No, you want the picks, you stay for the pod. That's what yeah, you, you stay. It, I mean, this shouldn't be an argument in, in my realm. I don't think it should be. All right. Well, should we go one to 10 or 10 to one? Cause I feel like one to 10 would be more dramatic. I'll lead it off. Cause I'll go pretty quick and let's go 10 to one. I feel like 10 I'll, to one takes away the difference. Like in a year, normal year, like. So let's go one to 10. Fuck. I don't care. One okay. One to 10. One, I'll take Bama. I mean, it's, it's Alabama. I think they're – never mind. I'm not going to say that because it's later. Um, two, Georgia. Uh, I think Georgia-Bama is like a 98% probably going to be our national championship. Three, Oregon. They've earned the right to be there. They keep winning. They look pretty good. And four, Penn State. Penn State has impressed me. I am here to tell you I'll be the first to say it. I was wrong. There's a TikTok I put out that should be on freezing cold takes that were watching the fall of Penn State. I was wrong. I was wrong. Penn State's a good football team, and I think anybody who plays them later in the year is going to be a big game for them. Five, I got Cincinnati. No, no, no. I flipped it. Arkansas. I'll take Arkansas. I think they have the most impressive wins. Um, I think this is a really, really, really good football team at, by shock. I think this weekend will be another eye-opener for them. Six, I, I'll take Oklahoma. They're undefeated. They haven't been pretty. They don't deserve to be in the top four, but the team's undefeated and they they can't drop that many spots. Seven, that's when I'll take Cincinnati. And then eight, I'll take Notre Dame. That's going to be a great game this weekend. It should have been game day, but they just didn't want to give Notre Dame it twice. Nine, I got Iowa. I, Iowa's wins just haven't impressed me. I haven't think they've, they haven't shown that they're a top five team in the country. And I think they're comfortable at nine. If they keep winning bigger games, if they're playing later in their schedule, then they'll move up. But the way they've been winning and the way they've been playing teams, I can't put them in the top five. And then 10, Florida. Florida looked really good against Alabama. Has been taking care of business ever since. That's my top 10. Uh, yeah, we are stuck one and two. We're deadlocked. I don't think I need to reiterate that. Schaefer, are your one, two the same as ours? No. You, okay. Oh, then. Wow. You go then. You go then. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They are the same. Oh. My what bad. Do think my I, bad. Said? I think he, I, asked, he thought you asked if they were different. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. Okay. So you're are the same. So everybody's Alabama, Georgia. Okay. Are you saying one, two, three, four? Um, oh, I don't know. I don't. I'm kind of torn. It's a yes or no I, question. Pipsqueak. Quit. Don't you have the list? I mean, I do, but I I couldn't decide whether or not who I wanted it for. Here's my thing. I have Penn State slash Oklahoma at four, and the only reason I have Oklahoma at four is because they were a top four team going into this year. Yeah, well, that's because you have Big 12 homer. Well, they haven't lost yet, okay? <laughs> they haven't lost yet. They were in the top four. I'm, I'm just kind of a guy who says, if you, have, if you came into the season with that spot and you win football games, you shouldn't move, plain and simple. I just don't think – I don't know. Yeah, yes, Penn State has much better wins than them so far this year. I would put them at five. If both of them went undefeated by the end of the season, I would give the edge over Penn State because um, by the end of the year, they probably will have better wins than Oklahoma. Um, but for right now, four games in, I'm just going to keep Oklahoma there. So Alabama, Georgia, Oregon, Oklahoma, Penn State. Okay, then I have Arkansas at six. I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Parks. I just think that they have just won some very impressive football games. And maybe the state of Texas just isn't that good at football this year, and we'll find that out eight weeks down the road so uh seven i think 
I think I'm going to go, I'm going to keep Iowa. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't really, I don't think that they've done too much or too little. Yeah. The last two games have looked terrible, but nobody's really been head and shoulders winning football games this year. Anyways, uh, eight, I'm going to go Notre Dame nine. I'm going to go Cincinnati and then yeah, 10, the 10 spot. Honestly, I think Ohio state. I don't, I don't just because Florida played, uh, Alabama close. Let's see them win some other good football games before we just automatically assume that they're an easy 10 spot. So I gave Ohio state rounding out the top 10. I was torn between Florida and Ohio state as well. JP. You're on mute. Go ahead, though. Still JP's on mute. on mute? Yeah, I'm trying to unmute <laughs> while I'm trying to edit my notes. Okay, For the sake of this argument, and I think I can make a real argument for this, Alabama, Georgia, Penn State, Oregon. Now, I know Oregon has a great win at Ohio State, but I think Penn State's two wins beat that. I still think Wisconsin's a good football team. That score didn't really show us exactly what happened in that game. It was just a lot of weird shit happening at the end. Um, I was just going to say, like, we like Penn State's wins. I think they're great wins so far this year, but look how – I don't think Auburn's really going to be that good, and look how hey, bad – I'm just taking them for what they are right now and yeah, what I've seen. I did, seen I did, and I did that. I'm saying. That's just a big spot. It's not easy to win games. Everybody's so close. You can make an argument for anybody in any spot. I just think right now I put Penn State, Oregon – also, I think Oregon will suffer because the Pac-12 I don't think is very good, so that'll hurt them. Um, five, who's the best team in Texas? Arkansas. All right, good answer. Arkansas at five. Notre Dame at six. Uh, I think Notre Dame is going to have a big one this weekend. It's a huge deal of South Bend. I think both teams are thinking if we win this game, we get a shot at a playoff, and it's a solid shot to go undefeated or one loss the rest of the year. So I'll take Notre Dame at six, although I'm not sold on them yet. Um, but I'm not sold on anybody. Welcome to college football. Uh, seven, I'll take Iowa. I don't think they should be a top five team. I do think that um, there's no reason they shouldn't be a top seven team. I, I could have put them at six and been fine. Um, just with their wins looking, quote, unquote, worse and worse, which is a horseshit thing to say, unless a team goes two for ten. Um, it's – it's still a great defense. It's a top five defense. It's an offense that's struggling, but you can find me 10 or six other teams in the top 10 whose offense struggles. Uh, Cincinnati at eight. Good win against Indiana. I think just one big win doesn't do much for me, so I'm just going to leave them at eight. That's fine. They, they might move up to five this weekend. We'll see. Um, this where it gets hairy, nine and 10 for me. I could put Oklahoma, Ohio State, or Florida – I, like, I think Florida's been good. I think they've played really good football. I could argue for them to be at 10. Ah. If you're asking me who's been more impressive, Oklahoma I'd put at 9 and Ohio State at 11. And the only reason is because one's undefeated and one has a loss. That's the only reason. So I'd put Oklahoma, Ohio State, Florida, or Oklahoma, Florida, Ohio State. So you could flip a coin for me on that. Okay, so we have pretty close top 10s. Everybody does across the board. Um, I feel like the teams that are in there deserve to be in there, but where they're at is so up for grabs because everybody can beat everybody. It's a great year of college football for fans because every game is interesting. It's not like two years ago, you look at Alabama, Old Miss, you're like, what's that spread, 30? Um, so I think college football is getting better, and shout-out to Oklahoma and Texas for ruining it here in a few years. Okay, that wraps hey, up the top 10. Like my, did you like my Arkansas best team in Texas? 
Yeah, no, Every they game. are the best team in Texas. The best team in Texas. They are. I, I'm excited for Sam Pittman, and I get every Arkansas. week they win and they look good, I get more excited to go down there. So looking forward to it. Um, okay, uh, any more nicknames before we keep going? Texarkana, that's a school down there. University of Texas, Texarkana, it's like right on the border of Texas and Arkansas. Did you guys know, a little fun fact, that Arkansas and Arkansas Pine Bluff are playing at a neutral site game in Little Rock? Yeah, I did. I saw that on their schedule. Actually. Fucking electric. Long ago. Didn't know Little Rock even had a stadium. University of Arkansas Little Rocks in Little Rock. Yeah, but they don't they don't have a football team, do they? Not yeah, anymore, they but yeah. they did. I was just say I thought they they didn't. Not they anymore. Didn't blow, blow up the stadium, Schaefer. Yeah, arson. A lot, a lot of people do. That's coming from three people who have been in Grambling Stadium. Also, yes, the Glass Bowl. That's still up. Yeah, duh. In Akron. And not really. It's fucking. Yeah, it is. It's still shit. up. It's still <laughs> up. Hey, you can also, play a game Grambling, there. Grambling's got a good little stadium there. It's yeah, not shout a out Grambling. It's big. Say, what do you mean about Gra- Grambling? Still got a football team? It's what are you? you no, I'm not no, saying no, that. I'm saying, saying. I'm saying it was. We've been everywhere. We know stadiums. Uh, yes, that place is huge. By the way, the yeah, stadium is really, really cool. The campus looks like absolute dog shit. So if you have extra money, if you're a millionaire and you're listening to this, donate to Grambling because they need it. Um, okay. Solid basketball arena too. A grant? Oh, I didn't go in it. Yeah, but. I did. It's pretty sweet. Okay, let's jump to a new segment that Schaefer's hearing about for the first time. JP and I prepared, but I'm sure Schaefer can whip something up in that great brain of his. It's a new segment. This is What's Poppin'. What's poppin'? Brand new whip just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just Josh, I'm spending this holiday life. Okay. What's popping in the world of sports? What's going on? What's brand new? Just something, a quick little five-minute segment here. We're going to talk about what's back. What's, what is back in sports and what are we excited for gambling-wise and just in general for sports to come? JP, lead us off. Hello. It's me. Oh, Tom Brady's back. Yeah, was was back in Foxborough. Dude, those commercials are actually sick. Yeah, I mean, yes, that'll be a fun game. Back again, dude. I like you could have done it. Tom Brady's game. back. That's that's your. Oh yeah, Tom Brady's popping in Foxborough on Sunday night, and they're probably gonna. I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of juice on six and a half. I've seen like minus one thirty on that. Nobody will move the line. I don't know what's going on. Something fishy. I know we need a boost. We need a boost on that bitch. There should be. That's like a big deal. It's such a promotion game. Like. It really is. Watching it anyway, you might as well let them win some money. Fair. Okay. My what's popping is going to hockey. Hockey is popping. Hockey is back. Preseason is officially underway. We are 21 days from the time you're listening to this to the first drop of the puck. The Seattle Kraken play opening night to play at Vegas is going to be electric. Seattle possibly has the best goalie duo in hockey this year along with the islanders so i'm super excited for hockey it's back i will be betting that along with college football because it will intertwine obviously um so my focus will turn from the nfl back to hockey so super excited that's back schaefer uh what's coming back is yeah like kind of like you parks basketball and particularly college basketball there was a lot of uh that is right around the corner. That is yeah, there. dates and times a lot of iowa state uh times came out for some games today and uh, they're going to be playing Iowa on a Thursday night at eight. So 
just stuff like that. That looked kind of cool. Was, they got some decent primetime games. It'll be fun to watch this year. So, yeah, it's, basketball's coming, right? They just started practice the other day. So, there's like three weeks until we get exhibition games going and stuff like that. So, Very nice. Okay, those are the three things that are popping. Tom Brady, hockey, basketball. Those are all popping. Sports like, are- glad we could be original with the sports, boys. Yes. Yes, we are. Sports are back. Sports are always back. We love sports. Let's gamble on the sons of bitches. Okay, let's jump to gambling. College football week five. Oh, that's week five. That is scary to say. However, we have a decent amount of pick. I have 10. Um, I don't know how many you guys have, but it's going to be a great week. I like the board a decent amount, but I hate the games that I'm not betting on. So let's jump to it. Let's go round table style. We'll start JP, then go to Schaefer, and then I'll round it out, and then back around again. College football picks, go. Yeah, let me check this line real quick. I just want to confirm. Uh, so oh, Thursday night, I think this game will be very good. I think that six is a lot, especially for a Derek King that's not playing his best football. But I, So I'm, I'm, I'm bouncing. It's between two for me. I'll either take the plus six with Virginia – and sprinkle the money line, or I'll play over 62. Both teams play terrible defense. Both teams have issues um, stopping anybody, to be honest with you. I believe Virginia's given up uh, over 500 yards of offense the last two weeks. And to be honest with you, it's, it's kind of feast or famine for both these teams. They either put up a ton of points or they give up a ton of points, which is great because they're just going to play into each other's hands. Um, Virginia's leading the country in passing yards with Armstrong. And Miami's pass defense ranks in the hundreds. To be honest with you, I just think it's going to be a shoot them out, ground, like not even ground, just air raid attack. Like beat shoot them out, ground and pound football. Yeah. I'm so used to ground and pound football. That's what I said automatically. That's but, fair. Yeah. Um, another thing with this game and like just looking at how it's set up is it's set up on a Thursday night to be excited, to overshadow the boring NFL game that's going on. So you're expecting fireworks. That's why I'm what I'm thinking here. Um, I don't know why that line shot up. Do you guys understand that? It went from four to six and then overnight. Virginia's people, defense is, I think people are figuring out Virginia's defense is just fucking dog shit. So is Miami's. Six uh, point. I wanted to show you all the things oh, he's doing. What are you showing us? Uh, JP's got ads popping up. And that wasn't was no free ads. Oh, it's Schaefer. No free yeah. ads. Clown. No free ads on this show. Out. Okay. No, I don't know why that line jumped. Um, I don't think I'm going to touch it. I will enjoy the Thursday night college the football. Over, I think I like the over, and I'd play Virginia. That's got to be sixty something, 62. right? Sixty-two. Yeah. That's shit. That, I don't think that's horrible, but the last like the three teams. meetings between the teams, it's been like between thirty or forty points scored total. And there's no way either one of these defenses shows up. That's all I'm saying. Like, they know they suck. Fair. Um, morally, Miami's going all orange, and it's a tribute game in their orange uniform. So maybe Miami shows up a little bit. All right, you can show up, just put up 40 and give up 30. You know what I'm saying? Yep. No, I like that. I like that. Everybody wants to see it. Plus, it overshadows an absolute dog shit of a Thursday night football game from the NFL. What's that Bengals line tomorrow? Because I would play the Bengals. The no, Jets today. Suck. Yeah, tomorrow. To today. 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 Yeah. today. <laughs> the Jags are bad. They're they just Trevor Lawrence is just not I mean, he's just not getting a lot of help, but he's you gotta give him time, man. You can't oh, they're seven point favorites. He's throwing yeah, some bad balls. I'm out. They can Bengals are coming off a nice win last week though. Yep. Seven points. No thank you though. Let's talk about the NFL later. But I think that's a good game to overshadow that dog shit of a game. 
Okay, let's go down to Shaver for another play. Uh, I'm going to go – we'll stick on the Friday, or, uh, weeknight games. I'll go Friday night. Um, give me BYU. I, a lot of uh, sports books are minus eight and a half, I think, against Utah State. I'm going to – I like this pick because I don't know why Utah State isn't double-digit underdogs. I just don't see the reasoning behind it. BYU is playing great football right now. Their defense is playing absolutely – absolutely fantastic um and Boise or Boise State absolutely blew the doors off Utah State last weekend at home in prime time don't forget so this is another prime time game they got to show up for yeah I just think I don't know I BYU do you think BYU got that crap game out of them after they blew that lead last week and had to battle with USF yeah yeah the another game that I had I mean they Um, had to they had to have been just like shut down you know what I mean like just let it happen and they came out they came out hot and they kind of let USF back into that football game but you kind of expected that and I should have known better when you go three and oh and pack 12 play and got three big wins on your schedule so I think they're going to come back refocused and I I can't believe yeah I'm so surprised this is eight and a half points especially after Utah State's game versus Boise last week I am on that as well put me down for BYU where'd you get to that I got nine uh, eight and a half, nine is what I'm looking okay. at. I don't think, in, but I, I, I probably will. Okay. Definitely. There shouldn't be much disparity between an eight and a half or a Yeah, nine. no, no, no. I like nine. I like BYU as well. For another play, I'm jumping this Saturday. I'll take Missouri minus three at home against Tennessee. I'm okay with fading Tennessee right now because Tennessee stinks and they always find one big play to blow their line and they don't cover and they're not good. And Missouri is building. They're building something there. They're getting a little bit better, but I think they win at home by three against a really, really, really bad Tennessee team. Tennessee runs the football well. Missouri does not stop the run very well. That's the one thing I'd be concerned However, about. However, Missouri passes it well, and Florida true. threw all over Tennessee last week. That's true, and I'd say Bezalak is better than Emory Jones. Yeah, Missouri, that's a bad loss last week, though. I don't know. I, no, it's, it's good not. Win good win for Boston College. You- it's not a bad loss. You're a Boston College homer, JP. Why is that a bad loss? I don't think it's a bad loss. I'm betting on the fucking team. You, Schaefer, what is that a bad loss? I just think that they had that game in their hands. You go to overtime. Oh, so you're saying it's a bad loss like it hurts, not a bad loss like, oh, we lost to Boston College. No, you lost to Bowling Green. Losing to Bowling Green is a bad loss. A little bit of – I mean, a little bit of both. I think that Missouri should have won it and came in and won that football game, but that's just – Because you're the SEC team, right? Without without Jerkovic, I think that Bezlak was obviously the better quarterback on the field, and they just don't think their defense showed up to play, and you gave a second string just – you let them just throw all over your defense. He also played a lot last – like, he's had experience. He's he's been around. He's not just some – Will Howard is not very good. <laughs> that's different. Okay, that's the play. Missouri minus three, JP. All right. I'm not going to take Schaefer's. I'll let him do that one. I do have a couple Big Ten games on here, but we're going to save those. We are going to take Marshall minus 10, a team that covered and screwed the boys a little bit last week. Um, I'll oh, take fuck. Marshall minus 10 versus middle Tennessee state, a team I faded the crap out of in 2020, the passing attack of Marshall and Grant Wells has just been very, very good. Their defenses has been wish wash, but I think the ability to just play really good offense and play solid all around without turning the ball over is going to be huge. Um, and it's a one-sided attack for middle Tennessee. All they can do is put the ball in the air. They do not run the football very well. 
And if you can't run the football and you are reliant on the air, a team that has a good passing defense is going to be able to key on that. So I'll take Marshall minus 10. Okay. That's a good play. I like that. And also great green, great color. Go to, go ahead. Schaefer, you're up, buddy. Oh, sorry. You said go ahead. Uh, You did say go ahead. In my defense. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'm going to stick with some Big 12 play. You know how much I love some Big 12 play. I'm going to go West Virginia, uh, minus seven against Texas Tech. Uh, Shuck is out after, I think he broke his collarbone or something. I think he's out for the rest of the year. Um, Their backup has a lot of experience, but he's not very good. Uh, Texas Tech is exactly what we kind of expected Texas Tech to be. After starting 3-0, everybody kind of put the goggles on and didn't know if they were getting a different team this year. However, they gave up 70 points. Their defense just looks absolutely terrible. And they gave up 300 yards on the ground. And Letty Brown is, I keep talking about, he's one of the best backs in the conference. Look for uh, West Virginia to control that side of the ball. West Virginia's defense looks awesome. So you got a bad backup quarterback, the good defense, and then you have a terrible running game with a great running back. Just recipe for disaster at home in Morgantown. So, yeah, give me the Mountaineers, minus seven. Okay, I like that play. I'm jumping to a game that I think multiple people are on on this podcast, and I, I'm almost sure of it. I like Purdue at home, minus two and a half against You're Minnesota. You're really going to do that to me. What? You I liked it the most, but I had started, it. No, 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 no. I said it before we started recording, and you go, Oh, I like that. Let's go. I like that line, actually. Yeah, I came up with it. Mark this down. Minus two and a half at home against Minnesota. However, there is some question in hand for Purdue at quarterback. They are probably not going to start Plummer this weekend. They're going to go with redshirt freshman Aiden O'Connell. They said he has a pretty good pocket poise, but it's okay. We're safe because, one, they're doing the whole two-quarterback thing. Just sit on one and we'll be good. Yeah, no, it's fine. Whatever happens, it's Minnesota. They're coming off one of the worst losses I've ever seen out of the Big Ten. Um, I would equivalent Michigan and Appalachian State and Minnesota and how bad Bowling Green is. So I'll take Purdue minus two and a half at home, and I think JP is as well. I'm not sure. He usually rides on the back of whatever I say. That's fucking worse. <laughs> okay, go ahead, JP. You're up. Yeah, uh, well, there goes one. Uh, let me just make sure I don't say that one. I'll I take love that uh, Purdue versus Minnesota. Just kidding. Fuck you, man. Minnesota's going to win this weekend. <laughs> you heard it from me first. I think Minnesota's going to win this weekend. Why? Uh, Purdue has David Bell, who's the best player on the field. There's no Ibrahim. They don't have a consistent guy in Tanner Morgan. The defense can't stop a soul. Like, they just have so many issues. And I don't care what Fleck and his quarters of tie-wearing ass says, that boat has sunk. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fair points. All fair points. Okay, JP, we actually do need a play. Go ahead. Appalachian State minus 10 versus Georgia State. App State gave up too many yards last weekend. I think that is kind of an uncharacteristic thing that they do. That won't happen again. Uh, Georgia State gave Auburn a run for their money last week. They're due for a – they're just absolutely heartbroken. They're not going to come into this game fired up. They're not going to come into this game ready to – prove anybody wrong they're crushed by that they're not a good team they were blown out in the first two games chase bryce and the ability for cam peoples and you you don't even need cam peoples if you saw what happened in the second half last week with the ability Except for that fuck face i didn't cover i don't know what his name That's, is something he Jackson. ran it's for like, 100 yards in the second half by himself like it's the ability to just run the football and control a clock and keep 
a bad Georgia State defense on the field and a an all right Cornelius Brown off the field, I think is just going to result in a shellacking. Um, he he should have ran for 105 yards. I'll just say that. That's a, I'm just saying they'll win by 10. No, I don't think they'll overlook Mark me this. down for that play as well. I'm on that as well. My App State minus 10. Yeah. I don't play. think they'll overlook this week. I think they know kind of what they got to do. This is a Sun Belt territory. You got to start winning football games. Fair. Okay, down to Schaefer. Okay, I'm going to go with a pretty boring game. I usually have one a week. Yep. Uh, give me Army minus seven and a half uh, against Ball State. Ball State has – here's their last three games, 12 points. 12 points, 13 points. Their offense is not good. Um, we thought in two weeks in that maybe Penn State's defense was really good. It, the matter of fact, it's not. They only scored 12 points against Wyoming. So it's not just Penn State's defense shutting them down. It's everybody shutting them down. And Army's defense is probably going to be the second-best defense there you have seen so far. And Army's running attack has been playing very, very well. So you got a great running attack. Solid defense, and then you got an offense out of Ball State that just can't score, nor do I think they care to win this football game. So I think Army's going to come in and get a solid win and hopefully win by a little more than a touchdown. Hey, that's a good play. We have a ton of good plays. We're just rolling through them here. I'll jump to another one. I like Nevada plus seven at Boise State. I think Boise State finds a way to let teams back into games. Nevada is a pretty good football team. They've competed with a lot of really, really good football teams, and they're getting better. I think Boise State finds a way to shoot themselves in the foot late in the game and wins by three or four. So I'll take Nevada plus the points on the road at Boise State. If, if I were to bet that, and I was, I was thinking about it, that would be one of the games that we would actually fade each other this week. I, I like Boise State at home. I just – I don't know. I don't I don't think Nevada's defense is very good. And I think it's time Boise State finally shows up and Hank Bachmeyer asserts dominance against – like you said, this is a good this is a good Mountain, Mountain West team. And Carson Strong's fantastic. And I feel like Hank Bachmeyer wants to show up and show kind of his alpha male and show that they're the best team in the conference at home. But Yeah, that is I, tough. I've, I'm never one to bet against Boise State. Usually if I bet on a Boise State game, I bet for them unless they're playing BYU. Um, but I, I really do like that line just because I think Boise State has a bad, bad habit of even if they're up by however many points, letting teams back in. I think I saw they're, they are undefeated with a push against the spread this year. I think they're 3-0 and – or no, they're 3 – no, Oklahoma State, that they definitely didn't cover yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I never. Mind. I thought they were two, two, two and two. You they be. covered at uh, UCF. They covered against Utah State, um, yeah. and then they lost. To Oklahoma State did not cover, and then they one. they also played. Who was their fourth UTEP. game? UTEP. UTEP. Correct. Yep. Three and one. Um, I have officially purchased a Boise State T-shirt. I almost got the logo they put on their helmet today or for this weekend, but I went with a different one. So that's my. Oh story. yeah, I'll keep it live here. Um, Kentucky shirts on the way. My Kansas State shirt arrived like a week ago, um, but Kentucky shirts on the way, and I have to pick a picture from Jordan. So we're still on that. We're still on that. Kentucky shirts on the way. I will be four and zero. We're four and zero. We are four and zero. So who's the other team? I don't know. What was the other play? What are you asking about? Wasn't it Cincinnati? Oh yeah, yeah. I got to order Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That was last. That was yeah, 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 yeah. Cincinnati, yeah. Pitt, Kentucky, and good uh, point. K State, K State, yeah, yeah. I already right. got my K State shirt, but I got to get a Cincinnati one. So mark me down. I got something to do after this. <laughs> okay, so let's jump to who just made a play. Was that me? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. All right. I am gonna take. I th- hmm. 
Man, I could go different ways on this, but I think I'm going to take the under in Penn State, Indiana at 53 and a hook. I think Indiana will struggle offensively against a, a pretty good uh, Penn State defense. I think it'll just be tough for them to score points. Penn State has shown the ability to play solid defense when, you know, against Wisconsin. Uh, they did it again against Auburn for most of that game. Penix has six picks. He's thrown for six picks and four touchdowns. Penn State's shown offensive struggles. Indiana has a solid defense. People tend to forget about that. Um, and honestly, I think 53 and a half is a little high for this spot. So I'll take under 53 and a half Penn State, Indiana. I think I just don't like the line. So I'm going to take um, an under in this spot. Okay, fair pick. Good pick. Down to Schaefer. Uh, I'm going to go kind of after it. I didn't shit on him, but I was kind of down talking. Now I'm going to go Boston College. Uh, plus 14 and a half against Clemson. Here's 14 the deal. now. Yeah, it's 14 and a half. People love Boston College. Oh my God, that died so. Well, it, well, here's the deal. That's the thing. What's Clemson's offense going to do? They haven't scored 17, more than 17 points all hey, season. Man, I'm just saying it fell fast. No, I know. I know it did. And I'm a little disappointed I didn't get it. Um, at, so, but I'm like two touchdowns. That's fine. I mean, it was whatever it was last week. What is it? 10. I felt perfectly fine with double digits with NC State. I know this is a road game, but this is a team in Boston College that played Clemson to the wire last year. And, and they're very upset about it. They yeah. want that back. Yeah, and DJ was the quarterback, so keep that in mind as well. This wasn't a Trevor Lawrence team. Uh, he's just looked just not good. I don't know if it's on the coaches or if he's just kind of a slower guy. He just hasn't looked good this year. Their offense just can't produce points. I think, like you said, their backup for Boston College has plenty of uh, plenty of reps, plenty of experience. I think that they're going to have success in the air mm-hmm. and enough to cover two touchdowns against this team. Yeah. Come on. They got some confidence. Um, Clemson, you need to pay attention to because they are also missing their two starting defensive tackles. They're missing a defensive and they're missing their all, um, all-American linebacker and Brian Brees, as well as running back Will Shipley. They are down bad all over they just have injuries all over the place Boston College feeling great after a win last week and I just feel Boston like College is ranked 41st in total defense which I think is plenty high enough to be able to can you know contain a d de- or an offense that is losing guys at the same time as can't get their feet under them I just feel like this is a team that's going to fold I, I don't know this is when it, this is going to be the first time you're ever going to see Clemson not in a college football playoff contention they're easily out now and what are, what are, how are the players going to respond? These are NFL-type guys that usually opt out at a bowl game mm-hmm. type of thing. So when you're four games in and you realize you're not playing for a college football playoff, let's see how little Dabo responds to this. So it'll be interesting. I think this team's kind of given up. But Okay, that's, that's a fair play as well. We've only given fair plays here, and I'm going to try and keep it rolling. I'm not buying into the hype of the game. I think it's going to be a good game. However – I think Alabama covers. I'm, I bought a half point back. I'll take Alabama minus 14 at home against Ole Miss. I like that. Alabama. I like that because it's fading the public that is so heavy on big underdogs this weekend, and it just feels like it's ripe. It just feels ripe to go on the other side and just let it fly. Yeah, that's, that's the dumb college football fan being, oh, they only got beat by Florida by two points or whatever. No, Alabama at home. Ole Miss is young. They have a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Corral's a beast. Hey, but you um, love those people because they've brought the line down. That's right? exactly right. Um, so I will take Alabama by two scores at home. Go ahead, JP. Yep, I will go with – now this is one that I was really 
on the under to start with. I really thought that was going to be a great play, but I think I like a team in this and maybe a little same game parlay deal. What do you think, Shafe? Is that ballsy enough for you? You're so ballsy. I'll take – this was a pick em yesterday, and now it's two and a half. I'll take Wisconsin minus two and a half versus Michigan. Michigan is a one-dimensional team. If I have ever seen a one-dimensional team, they were absolutely stifled by a Rutgers defense uh, defending the run last week. They could not I – mean, they can't throw the football. I don't – I just don't okay. think McNamara's had can the I, ability can to. I stop you there? What? If you think Michigan's a one-dimensional team, what the fuck is Wisconsin? A team that gives up less than 40 yards on the ground per game. Okay. Per okay. game. So they I play – they're – they are the best run defensive unit in the country outside of Georgia, and they are going to be able to just shut down that def- They They did it last week. They gave up 40 yards of rushing. They gave up like less than one yard per carry on average. I just think the ability for Wisconsin at home after a slip-up to get up off their feet and have the ability to just win a game as ugly as it's going to be is I would rather take a team playing at home at Camp Randall than a Michigan team that is desperate, one-sided, and playing okay defense. What, That's what's the over-under at 26? 43 and a hook, I think, is what I saw it at. I will check for the update. But I, I'm just I can't believe that under is le- less total points than Iowa and Maryland. Yeah, I don't I really know. can't. Maryland, I Maryland, that was a lean for me, and I guess we can talk about it right now if we want to because nobody played it. 47 yeah. and a half, I like that under. 43 and a hook is still. So if I – let's just see if it'll let me do that. I don't know if you can same game parlay without – oh, you can't. Two, plus 272 if you took the under and or in Wisconsin. Uh, I think if I was going to same game parlay it, I would just take the money line for Wisconsin and save the points. Um but I do like Wisconsin. I think they're still a f- good football team. I understand what happened last week. I understand. They should have won that Penn State game with the way they were playing. So I'll take Wisconsin. I think they'll win. They'll keep one loss in the Big Ten. Michigan is just not going to be able to run the football as well as they want to, and I don't think they're going to be able to throw it very well either. So Michigan hasn't played anyone. Like People keep forgetting they that. Played, Rutgers was probably the best is, team they played. They played Rutgers in a huge hype game for Rutgers, but then could not run the ball. This is what they do. They could not run the ball in the second half. So I will take Bucky. Not that I like Wisconsin at all by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm playing them. Okay, fair. Good pick. Schaefer, go ahead. This isn't a solid play yet for me, but it all depends on an injury status. If Jack Cohn is playing, Notre Dame, money line. Or spread, I don't know. It's basically a pick at this point. Notre Dame did start off as a three-point underdog. Um, but, yeah. I got I, that circled, and I, I like the under there, too. I don't know what – I'm under-happy this week for some reason. Yeah, you're you're going to be depressed because that's boring. You're hey, rooting for I, What football. I tell you, I'm just going to be getting updates on my phone. So, if the phone ain't buzzing, the weekend's buzzing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't believe Notre Dame is not a favorite in this game, even if it was just a couple of points. I I get it. They can't run the football. Cincinnati's got a great defense, but I'm just I'm waiting. I think they can run the football. They have a fantastic running back core, and I'm still gonna abide by that. And I think it's there. Their offensive line is just young right now. I think once they figure it out, they'll be fine. Cone played. He played okay. I thought he'd play a little. He did better. what he had to do. He made plays down the field when he had to make plays but, on the field. But that backup quarterback, I forget his name. He's got a sick name. I forget his name. He played so pretty- sick. He forgot it. Yeah, he played solid, and um, 
I think at home, Cincinnati's – this is the biggest game of their life. They have never seen anything like this. South Bend is going to be rocking. I think Cincinnati's legit. We'll, we'll find that out. But if Jack Cohn's playing, give me Notre Dame. I, I do not like – I do not like – to pick that game because I want Cincinnati to win, but I think that's the right play. I can't, I couldn't believe that Cincinnati was the favorite in that. Um, but then you kind of look at Notre Dame's yeah. track record and you're like, okay, that makes sense, I yeah. guess. But I do, I want Cincinnati to win so bad that I will not bet on Notre Dame. First, first glance, I was like, all of, I wanted Notre Dame really bad. I sat, I kind of took my, you know, instant reaction out of it and kind of looked at it and I could see like Cincinnati's side and then I saw Notre Dame's side again and then I looked at the points. And I'm like, this should go under, but then I'm like, I could go over. So I just don't think there's, I took notes on it. I was really happy for it, but I was just like, ah, I keep flipping. This game could, anything could happen in this game. But I'm with that pick for you, Schaefer. You got to ride Notre Dame, especially after what they did for you last week. I should have um, fucking just sacked up and take money line. I was such a pussy. It's all right. <laughs> I did the same thing last week with two teams. So I mean, there, there was somebody I took, I took, uh, Wake, somebody I did take plus. Wake Forest on the money line and I didn't take UAB on the money line. I don't ask me why I don't have an answer for it. Okay. That's fair. Um, okay. Let's jump to another play. But before we do that, we have to talk to you about our friends at Vigit. Vigit is the number one social media sports betting app in the entire world. It has great new features, features you can't miss out on. Live betting is right around the corner. Player props are now on there, and you can create parlays. And when I say create them, I mean you can be in the same game. I did it Monday with the Packers. They're, they're over in that game and their uh, spread. They covered both. I made a 50-coin bet, and I won 250 coins. That's a quick way to go up. You're working towards Amazon gift cards, TVs, T-shirts, great prizes, and you do not have to wager your real money. Best app in the entire world. Download Vigit today. It's amazing. Okay, for another play. I'm going back on the train, and I'm taking Liberty plus two against UAB. I still believe in Liberty. I think they're out for revenge now. They're going to come out with a lot of fire. Um, UAB's not a bad football team, but I'm going to ride with my boy, Malik Willis. Oh I'm on that train, goodness. JP, or that plane you tweeted out that one time. I, oh, my. I have gone back and forth on this game a ton. I think UAB's a really good football team. Mm-hmm. They won a good game last week where I liked them. Liberty should have won that game if they don't come out super sluggish last week. They should have covered and won that game last week at Syracuse if they don't come out sluggish. Malik Willis just couldn't do it by himself for four quarters. He did for two. If we're being honest, he did for two quarters. What a dumbass UAB plays better defense. <laughs> what a dumbass throw, Malik Willis. You can't be a top five quarterback in the country and throw that I, fucking ball on the he end. Had, he, had, he had all the pressure on him. He felt like he had to do everything himself. I don't blame the guy. Like, he – also, a bad ball, but what are we doing? Just fucking take the points. Just take the points. What a stupid. And then you run that little speed option on the, the short. Play call was bad. The play call what's, was bad. Your anger is fair. Your anger is fair and recognized. I, I could see me going in on UAB or Liberty in this. I think I'm going to take a day to look at it more. Um, it's very intriguing though. Love that game. Like very happy to watch that football game. It's just like Marshall App State last week. I think this is if you actually pay attention to college football and know the teams, I think this is a very intriguing matchup. Good. Okay. Down to uh actually it's it's your turn, JP. I don't know why you muted. Oh, is it? Yeah, I just I just played Liberty. It's a great point. It's a great point. Let's see here. What have we not talked? Oh, we talked about that. Oh, you just took my last one. Okay, well, this is a lean. It's not 100%. I'm doing it for sure. Um, Woo Pig travels to Athens, Georgia. 
and it will be the biggest game in Arkansas football history in a long time. I think if you just – What are you going to pick? That's, ex- that's, ex- that's exactly – I'm like I, – I don't like the under per se. I mean, I do. What play are you leaning? That's my question. The plus 18, because I think if it's low scoring, I think we can get the ability to stay within 18. I love how you go. This is the biggest game in Arkansas football history in a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know what I mean. It's been a long – it's been <laughs> like Ryan Mallet days. Ryan Mallet and Darren McFadden was the last time there was a big football game going on. In, uh, yeah, that game, that game stinks because that's another one, kind of like Cincinnati and Notre Dame that I just mentioned, where I want Arkansas to win so bad that I won't bet on Georgia. But if I were going to bet the game, there's no way I'd bet on Arkansas. I, I think – if I'm being honest, I just think this is one of those public favor or dogs that people are all over. And I kind of agree with it a little bit just because if it's a low scoring, I think 18 and a half points is too much. Like I know how good George's defense is. I understand that, but I, I think saw it at 20, like an hour ago, it's 18 and a half right now. I'm looking at, um, I would 20, see that 20 on the big app. Do you think Arkansas can keep, I think Arkansas's defense can handle G- JT Daniels and make him uncomfortable. Like, am I crazy to think that? Like, I think he can – they can cause some issues and just make it a little tougher than scoring at will like they did last weekend. So, I would lean 18.5, not an official play, but that's the last game I have to talk about over here. Okay. Schaefer, how many more do you got? I have two. I got two more as well. Okay. I'll give you a nightcap. I got UCLA. Minus that's one of mine. Put me down. Nice. I got UCLA minus three against Arizona State. For some reason, the public is really down on Arizona State's or UCLA's defense. I mean, I don't think Arizona State has played much better, especially offensively in the passing game. They're only throwing for about 200 yards. Uh, I, I just, I don't think. Sorry, I got off track there. I don't think. Yeah, they, I was hand gesturing him to speak loudly so you could all hear him in your car because I get it tough sometimes. But go ahead. Sorry, let's let's say it loud and clear. UCLA minus three. Fuck um, yes. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, like I said, I don't think Arizona State's been playing much better. Uh, UCLA needs to come off a bad loss from Fresno. Um, they they won pretty solidly against the Knicks. Stanford last week to kind of get back on track. Just cover three points at home. You're the better team. I think you're the better team with the better quarterback. So I've been I'm fading Arizona State. I like that. I'm on that as well. I'll jump to my last play. I am fully, fully aware that Indiana is not good. Um, That football team is so far from what they were last year, and I don't even know if it's that, but they're just not as even close to what they were. Um, So I'll be taking Penn State minus 13 at home against Indiana. Indiana loves to find ways late in games to let other teams cover spreads. Example A, Cincinnati who is leading that game by three for the entire fourth quarter and then somehow wins by 17. Um, Player of the week, by the way, that one hit. Um, but I'll take Penn State this time around, and I'll say Penn State wins by two scores at home. Okay, your last play, Schaefer. Round us out, baby. My last play, I was saving the best for last. <laughs> Give me my Iowa State Cyclones minus – 34 against the Kansas Jayhawks this weekend. You're betting your own team? Oh, yeah. I did this last year, too. I don't care at this point. Um, Kind of just having fun with it. I would never usually bet against my team or bet for my team. 
However, I did this last year in this game, actual, this actual game last year when we backdoor covered against Kansas. Kansas hasn't won a – they haven't covered a game all year. People forget that. We're fading Kansas still. They're 0-4 against the spread. Iowa State – I picture this being like the UNLV game. We're going to come out wanting to kick some ass. It's October. We're going to run the ball down their throats. Brees had a hell of a game last week despite the loss. He had 180 yards in the loss. I get it. Kansas has got Jason Bean at quarterback. That He's the most talented they, guy that they've had in the last 15 years. I just don't think their defense is going to stop anybody. It's a night game in Jack Trice. I think people are going to be fired up. I think that team is going to be fired up. And I think they get to at least 45 points. So I don't think that offense is going to move the ball on the Kansas side of things. And I think our defense is going to continue to do what they do. And I'm going to be at the game. So I need something to cheer for when we're up 21 points. So I'm going to be – Well, shit, you need to be up 35 points. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, when everybody starts leaving the stadium, I'll be like, hold on, hold on. We're, we've still football to be played. We're playing for something here. Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that's the go-to thing. Okay, that wraps up a shit ton of college football picks. If you didn't write them down, rewind it and write them down because you're going to need them, except for one. This one is the one you got to open your ears – Listen with your fucking eyes because the play of the week is here. It is live. It is ready to go. The boys love Wake Forest to cover six and a half at home against Louisville. Louisville, not a good football team. Wake Forest, pretty good. Surprising a lot of people. Sam Hartman has been very, very good. So I love Wake Forest. And what, JP? What you got to add on? Go I ahead. Was just, I was just saying this is two teams that won me bets last weekend. So, pains me to say Louisville, you know, kind of push it a little bit. But to be honest with you, they, they let Florida stay back in that football game. They had a real chance to lose it. I think Wake Forest is going to be able to shut down uh, most of what Malik Cunningham and the Cards offense wants to do. Cardinal defense is not very good. You saw Hartman and that Wake offense run the football well. They threw the football well all over a bad uh, Virginia, de- Virginia defense. I think they'll be able to do the same thing here. Um, I think six and a half is fine. We, we actually love six and a half because you get the seven and the touchdown. So that's the two cents I have there. I just think the ability to score points, control the football like um, Wake has is huge in this game. Okay, let's make it six cents. Schaefer, why do we love Wake? I think that their defense has been playing better than anybody expected them to. And uh, Sam Hartman, we knew he was solid, but he's been exceeding all expectations as well. And he's keeping this Wake Forest offense moving. And – Malik Cunningham, it's literally himself, and it is just him. And I think we're going to throw a pretty good defense at him at home. So I think we're going to cover some points here. I love it. Okay, mark that down. Play of the week. Wake Forest minus six and a half at home against Louisville. If you don't play it, don't come crying to us because we tried to tell you. Okay, let's jump to the NFL. Um, Obviously, we don't touch on this as much as college football because we're already an hour into this episode. But let's jump to some plays. I have two, and I do not have a parlay, even though I'm coming off a parlay win. But I'll let Schaefer share his NFL parlay for us. I, I actually don't have a parlay. Put <gasps> oh, oh, but hold on. My game, my, my game picks are – I've won two in a row. I had the Raiders a couple weeks ago. Had the Bears – or, sorry, had the Browns last week. Um, so, my single game picks have actually been winning here. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I kind of like, here's, here's my pick. Give me Moneyline Ravens in Denver Sunday. 
KJP, your team. Anybody want to tell me why we're fucking favored in that football game? Yeah, exactly. Because we're at home. Yeah. Like, that's my only guess. Like, I, I get we've played really good football the first three weeks. We've done great things. Teddy B's looked great. Teddy Two Gloves, whatever also, you want to call him. Okay, hold on. You've Defense played is very good. In the league. It doesn't matter. You've, we've done exactly. We've covered majority of those. I, if, I think all those games and pounded them. So, like, what are you going to down us for playing? I mean, we didn't make our schedule, man. This ain't the NCAA. I'm just – we did what we were supposed to do. Teddy Tugos is looking good. We have some injuries on the offensive line and some other spots. KJ Hamler done. Um, we also have uh, Judy's been injured. We just have some injury issues going on right now. So um, you just hope that those guys are healthy to make a little run at the AFC West. But, I mean, whatever. If you want to do it, I don't give a fuck. Just do it. No, I, I actually I, – I don't – I just – that caught my eye. Here's two picks I like. Uh, number one, prime time. I think the Bucks minus seven is a great pick. Bucks are going to hammer the pay- Patriots. Patriots are not good. They can't. They have no offense. Josh McDaniel is a horrible offensive coordinator. My second pick might surprise some people. I like the Lions plus three in Chicago. This Lions team has covered, I think, their last two. They're feisty. That Lions Baltimore. team is feisty, dude. They don't have any names that you would recognize. Not even fucking close, other than Goff. And they're feisty. That's a good football team. And and Chicago, I don't know what their thing is for Justin Fields because I think Matt Nagy's the worst coach in the NFL. And I think he's just trying – like, people's conspiracies of him trying to make Justin Fields look bad, I 100% believe it. When you only throw for 65 yards in an NFL game, I don't care who you are. That is absolutely unbelievable. And this Bears team is just – they're just – I don't know what the fuck they're doing because they're better than what they're showing. No, I like that play. I don't mind that either. Uh, I just think they're they're at the stake of a bad coaching decision that's been going on. So I think that's the issue. You have three, all three quarterbacks are up for starting role on Sunday. So that cannot be going over well for that offense. Um, I have a lean. Ooh, no, fucking play it. If we're no, because I I haven't really looked into it that hard. I'm this is the first time I've looked at NFL. Okay, let me get my plays in case it's the same because I think maybe if unless it's me that you're targeting. Um, I'm taking the Colts money line. I think this is the week they get off the horse. I um, fucking hope so. Uh, so they're looking for their first season. win, but I like the Colts to win on the road at Miami. I think it happens. I think they're going to be pushing a lot harder. Miami's coming off a tough loss at Las Vegas. I had Vegas last week, so I'm going to keep baiting the Dolphins, and I'll take the Colts to win one on the road. Is that where you're going, JP? No, you said you had multiple plays. So I was going to let you finish. Oh, okay. I'll play my other one. Um, I'll take New Orleans at home, minus seven against the dog shit Giants. Um, the Giants had a really, really, really bad loss to the Falcons last week. Um, and I think Jameis Winston is rolling, and he's, he's a stud. So I'll take the Saints at home by seven. It's seven and a half live right now. Um, but I bought it down, so I got a one, minus 117, and that's just half a point, and I feel comfortable with the touchdown win at home. Go ahead. I like the Browns. That's fair. That's all you're going to say. That's a lean or a play? That's a lean. I like the Browns at two. I haven't really researched it and looked into it too much. Minnesota played a good football game last weekend, um, and and they're at home again. So it's not a bad team. I think people aren't just paying attention to – they think Minnesota is just automatically bad. But Kirk Cousins looked good last week. You're talking about the – wait, don't limit it to last weekend. You're talking about the statistical leader in the NFL, the quarterback. But I'm saying specifically last weekend – this is like when everybody was like, oh, this guy is actually pretty good. I, I never – I mean, I understood people getting upset at Kirk Cousins the last couple of years, but I haven't – cry me a fucking – Is there a water bottle rolling around somewhere? No. 
Oh, it's you moving the mic. It's you moving the mic. Okay. It sounds like somebody tapping on a water bottle, like the guys that play the drums on the side of the seat. No, but I I just, I don't think it's fair to start bashing Kirk Cousins as a Vikings fan because you haven't dealt with the shit I've dealt with in Denver for the last five years. So you can cry me a river. I'm Um, not crying to anybody. I'm just, I'm saying the rest of the Vikings fans. Hold the fuck on. You want to talk about quarterbacks? You want to talk about quarterback <laughs> issues? You two can both get the fuck out. Are you kidding me? Our quarterback. You had, per- you had Jacoby Brissett. I would have killed for two years ago. Shut the our franchise quarterback retired in the middle of a preseason game, and we've been yeah fucked that ever that part's yeah that I didn't say Trevor anything. Rivers, who was forty five years old, we had you Jacoby had Brissett him, but you had a franchise quarterback, but you had a franchise quarterback. I had Brock Osweiler. I had a Joe Flacco. I had Case Keenum. I had Trevor hey, Keenum Simeon. first, bitch. Just give me a break. Like I had worse than you did. Okay. We had Tavares Jackson. And at least we had good football oh, teams though. to go with those quarterbacks that were shit. Are you kidding me? We had great football teams. If I'm not mistaken, JP, did you guys not win a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning? Yeah, thank you. Like that was six fucking <laughs> years ago. It yeah. was a liability that you oh, played that playoff. Oh, my fucking God. You won the Super Bowl. We've yeah. never even sniffed one. He broke a single-season record when they fucking went to the Super Bowl against the Seahawks that year. I'm yeah. pretty sure he's that the all-time three, passer from that, that season. That was three years before, two years before. That was a completely you're, different team. You're acting like he never he, had a fucking quarterback. He also, he also had surgery and had absolute issues. You couldn't even feel the <laughs> fingertips and the football in his hands. Like, he, he was a problem. He didn't play the majority of that year. Don't act like he carried us. Like, he did a lot of things to help, but he wasn't like, oh, my God, we have paid Manning. We should win automatically. Nobody thought we were going to do that. Guess what? I guarantee Phil Rivers wouldn't have fucking won you that Super Bowl. I bet he would have. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. Um, okay, that wraps up the NFL. Obviously, it's short and sweet. Um, but you have the plays in hand. You have a lot of winners. That's going to be another great week. Positive vibes only over here. It's been a great year so far. We're going to keep it rolling. We've had a shit ton of bets. Again, 42-26-1 in college football. And I think we actually have a winning record in the NFL now. I think it's like 8-6-2. and two. So not bad at all. So let's keep winning. Let's keep this thing rolling. It's been another great episode. JP, you get to pick what plays us out this week. Hmm, what are we Anything but Sturgill. Are we two weeks from Fayetteville? We are two weeks. Are you going to play? Question. No, let's, let's save that for that, that week. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm just thinking. Um, pick what plays us out, and whatever you pick, when you're going to say it, and it's already going to be playing because it's going to start right now. I know, but this is the problem. I don't know. And I'm thinking uh, we were just talking about uh, Mr. After Party, so how about a little after party? All right, after party for Don Tolliver. <laughs> Mr. After Party. That's his new nickname. Shout out, Don Tolliver. Um, it's been a great episode. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.
I take you back.